The following talk was given at Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado. Please visit our website at milehighchurch.org. Good morning, Mile High Church, wherever you are. And just saying those words reminds us that that Mile High consciousness is everywhere. You know, looking at these seats this morning, empty, it brings sadness to the eyes, but a warming of the heart because it's the recognition that the sanctuary we have here is a physical one, but just like Dr. Roger alluded to, it is a field of consciousness. You are the sanctuary that is Mile High Church, and I can't think of anything better for what's taking place in our world today than to know the spiritual consciousness we cultivate here each Sunday morning is taking place wherever you are. Uh, Michelle and I are so grateful to have two incredible Individuals here, I'd say they're two of the most important leaders in our teaching of the last 50 years. I'd call them icons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but our own Dr. Roger Teal, thank you for being here with us this morning. And we're so grateful to have Dr. Jesse Jennings here from Houston, Texas as well. Uh, we had already planned to have Dr. Jesse guest speak and look at the incredible turnout that showed up for you here. <laughs> We're we're so grateful to have their their wisdom, and we just thought we'd begin with a a little bit of a a chat this morning in in light of what's going on in our country and our world in response to this virus from a a spiritual perspective from you, too. Uh, I think it's interesting for some of us to know how we balance the healthy concern in response to what's going on and not letting it slip into the unhealthy panic and fear. And so I'd like to begin with you, Dr. Roger, this morning, just just asking your perspective on what's taking place. Well, this is this is new territory for us all um, globally. Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested that it is an opportunity, first of all, for us to realize that we are one humanity, uh, that there are no real divisions. They're all arbitrary, nation, national divisions, cultural divisions. At a time like this, we see this happening to all of us. So we're one system, one humanity. And we can take that deeper to a spiritual level and let it deepen our sense that regardless of all of the isms and the divisions, we really are one. And we can have compassion for all people everywhere as together humanity weathers and grows through this thing. And you, Josh, mentioned panic. Um, I think that that's something we all get to learn about. I know that this whole situation really reveals mirrors to me where I really am on my path, not where I think I am or play like I am, but where am I on my spiritual path? And what resources will I go to when the inevitable natural fear comes up? I mean, it's not wrong for us to have fears and concerns, but where do we let that go? How much power do we give it? Um, As you know, acronyms are a part of my DNA. (laughs) And panic, I think panic, the acronym for that is People amplifying news into crisis. Uh-huh. Wow. That's a good or one, individual. It? Yeah. it could also be... <laughs> thank you, Barry. It could also be uh, personally amplifying news into panic. So we've had a lot of news, uh, and we need to respond prudently and appropriately at the level of effects and material and physical. And yet, what an incredible time this is for personal deepening and growth. I think that's the real opportunity being dished up for us, is that we use this time to go deeper, to, be, to not let it make us more fear-based. 
as individuals and as a culture because that's that's what's deteriorating human experience on this planet is is that so much of humanity ha- is deeply fear-based rather than love-based mm-hmm. and, and at a time like this we need to make sure check in that that we give fear its due it's really a tap on the shoulder saying go to your heart perfect love casts out fear it says and so to use this as a time to open our hearts more than ever before uh, maybe as a time to expand our personal spiritual practices. I don't know how many people have told me, I wish I had more time uh, to, uh, to read yeah. and study, right. and I wish I had more yeah. time to meditate. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here you go. And, and to, again, to, to use this time wisely, opening your heart, more prayer work. The, the possibility of us going deeper through this time. Uh, so for me, I would start us off with some of, some of those thoughts. And, you know, part of what I hear in that, Dr. Roger, is that no matter what the crisis is in our lives or how it's come about, that it's always important to remember that we have a say about who we are in relationship with that crisis, that this is an opportunity for each of us to know, who am I in relationship with my life, not just in relationship to the seeming chaos that's going on, but in my own heart and to respond with heart as opposed to from that place of panic. Thank you very much. How about for you, Dr. Jesse? Well, my entire talk this morning was going to be an acronym on the word panic. So I'm done here. Uh, (laughs) No, not really. I love that they're singing in Italy from the balcony. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. That's a spiritual response to me. That's the natural human exuberance taking over. Where, what can we do? We can't touch. uh, We can't mingle in the usual spots but we can sing the familiar songs. And they started with the national anthem, I think. And now they're, they're working through the hit parade. <laughs> the, the 1950s and 60s hit parade of popular Italian music singing across the city. That's the sort of thing that will lift the human spirit. And all. We will find creative ways to connect with one another, just as you have done in this place. And so many of our centers are doing on this morning scrambling around to find the technology and all because we want the circle to be unbroken to bring the family together somehow or other virtually if not actually and so in addition to what dr roger said of deepening our personal experience and and creating the the global model of connection that we are aware exists and having it so profoundly shown to us we're going to get really creative Mm -hmm. you know really ingenious and in, in how we work through this and come out the other side of it. A couple Sundays ago, I felt like I was talking about crisis evolving us and how we have a choice. I hear both of you saying that when, when this kind of a crisis shows up, we have a choice to get caught up in it and stopped and stunted and, and fall into a ball of fear or to choose to say, how can I make the best of even this and grow from even this? And how can I continue my evolutionary journey and deepen through this crisis? And I love that. That's the question I keep asking myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Camus said in the, the plague, even in the midst of winter, I find within myself an invincible summer. And your words remind me that Jesse and even Joseph Campbell, who said, uh, who encouraged us to participate joyfully, even in the sorrows of the world, don't turn away from them, but but face them with that that heart of joy within. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will do that. Yes. We will do that. We we have in in my part of the world, which is the Texas Gulf Coast, for the last little while, we have an expression: "I'll see you on the other side," mm-hmm. and that that sounds morbid, but it's not meant that way. It's meant. 
uh, in hurricane season. Right. It's meant in the storm. The storm is, it's coming. It's likely to land where we are. It may take out our communications. It may isolate us. But we will come out the other side of it. And we will emerge out into the public discourse again. And our first concern will be one another. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. see you on the other side of this. I noticed uh, what you were talking about, Jesse, with the uh, Italian singing. I have an app on my phone that's a neighborhood app that's the neighborhood communicating with each other. And I was so moved by how many people are already posting, if you're elderly, if you're, if you're stuck at home, let me know. I'll go get groceries for you. I'll do a run to the store for you. It, it, it also, I think a time like this shows us the human spirit, the, the connectedness that we are and the, the generosity, if we will see it, that just, I was just so moved by these little posts of people just offering help to total strangers. I will help you. Let me know. Send me a message. I will help. It's just beautiful. It's like singing in the, singing in the streets that we reach out to each other. You know, I feel like uh, humanity is always drawing in lessons. I know I'm draw. I always draw in lessons for my life. And uh, so perhaps uh, amid all of the uh, uh, divisiveness and rancor that seems to have been broadcast so much uh, this in the last decade and the start of this one, you know, maybe this is something we're drawing in to bring us together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to uh, connect, to activate what His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, talks about so so continually, and that is our compassionate heart for one another. And and then to have a larger vision of once we weather this storm, as, as you pointed out, uh, Dr. Jesse, um, how will we sustain this compassion <clears throat> and what kind of vision uh, will we have? You know, throughout the Bible, it says, and it came to pass, and it came to pass, and it came to pass. And uh, in our teaching, we have the phrase, this too shall pass. And we need to take heart in that. This too shall pass. And what will we mine from it? What are the gems and the good that we personally, and I'm suggesting this is a great time for spiritual deepening and activation, doing some spiritual study, use it well, um, and, and drawing close to your family, reaching out via the phone and other ways to others you love. Uh, what a wonderful time to bring back heart to move from the head and from the judgments uh, a foot in our society to the heart of it because that's where healing that's where power that's where oneness abide mm-hmm. and i think it's important to remember at this time something that emerson once said a story about a father speaking to his children and saying children you will never see anything more frightening than yourselves <laughs> and it's a reminder that you know this disease this virus is a serious thing, but we are so much bigger than what it is, and that the fear often has to do with our own human response, our own human reaction. And it's such a reminder that compassion that you're talking about, it's something that our, our founder said. He said that he, he believed we've learned enough from suffering. And, and if we can start off from this place of compassion, of caring about one another from a deeper level uh, than we ever had before, because there's always opportunity to grow, um, we can respond to this and, and any seeming challenge that faces us. Mm -hmm. Erica and I are as equally challenged by a kitchen renovation going on right now. (laughs) Talk about, we we were going to call on the ministry of prayer for that alone, but then you add this in. It's interesting. Um, I I also wanted to point out that the staff of Mile High is so phenomenal, so phenomenal. And if you go to the Mile High website, 
you're going to find all sorts of resources there uh, that you can put to work. Um, if the fear bug bites, and it does, um, especially if you tune into all that's being broadcast, uh, there's, there's resources. There's, there are prayers. There's all sorts of things and probably more to come. So reach out and reach in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jesse, did you want to say more? Beautifully put. Uh-huh. Um, it's too bad that we only have heroes in wartime, and it's too bad that when uh, a pandemic or a disaster looming or occurring, uh, it, that has to drive the, the, the spirit of compassion as much as it seems to. What I treasure about this teaching and what I treasure about communities that offer this teaching is that we offer that degree of support to one another all the time. And in this room, there are heroes of peace. In this room, there are heroes of of music and joy and adventure. Um, And that is a model for for the world. That gets people singing on balconies in their own way. That gets them singing. I hope they're singing at home. What was it in their jammies? Yep, singing in their jammies. Singing in their jammies. So please join us wherever you are in this quiet moment to prayerfully contemplate and step into this consciousness of truth. We begin with the breath so often in prayer and meditation practices as an invitation to our entire nervous system to become centered and still, to become calm, to remember the truth of who we are, to allow our body temple to feel the stillness that resides and resounds within us, to allow ourselves and every part of us to remember the truth of our beingness, to feel the synapses of the brain begin to fire off into stillness and ease and relaxation. This is a powerful way to begin. And it's also an opportunity to return back into the awareness of the truth of who we really are at the core of our being, to step into the light and the love and the wholeness and the truth and the harmony and the health that we are at the core of our being, to, to allow ourselves to turn away from apparent conditions for a few moments and, and be still and know and be still and sense this light, this love that is at the very core of our beingness, to fall into it. Dr. Barry invites us so often to fall into our hearts. And I feel that feeling of just falling into this sweet, safe, glorious space of divine light in this prayer. And I feel that on behalf of every one of us who is listening right here and right now. I accept and affirm that in this place we are one. In this moment we are one. In every moment we are connected. And so in this place beyond time or space, whether... We are watching live and participating live in this event or we are tuning in later because there is no time or space. This prayer that I speak is activated upon and in and as any person who hears this word at any time. And indeed, I declare and accept and affirm that this prayer not only benefits each one of us, it goes forth and benefits all beings everywhere. And so I call us to remember the divine love that is at the core of us. And to breathe that love. That is the true security, the truest safety, the truest reality of our being, the divine love that God is. And to feel it as it exists as our entire beingness. Love. A love that transcends any other perception. A love that that rises forth 
through us, in us, and as us, and a love that then goes forth out into this world and feel it connecting to every being who is joining us right now in this beautiful sacred sanctuary of the one that is everywhere. We allow ourselves to send that love and that light out forth to all beings everywhere to feel the healing balm of it, to claim health, for ourselves, feel health and well-being moving through every cell of us, shining brightly as us, claiming that as the core essence and truth of us, and feel it as it moves through our entire being and moves out beyond us to every being everywhere. We feel the net of light and divine love as it now covers and embraces our entire beautiful blue planet and all of its inhabitants. This is the nature of God, and we remember it well now. We remember that it is who we are, it is what we are, it's what we do, what we say, what we think, how we act, and it is the energy that flows forth. And we have the opportunity always to step into this prayerful consciousness and affirm this truth and feel this truth and allow it to uplift us as we then also can uplift beings everywhere. And so with great love and gratitude, I give thanks. I give thanks for the opportunity that we have to not only do this right now, but to remember this truth about ourselves and our world. I give thanks. Joyous thanks. And as I do, I release this word in great gratitude. I release this word in faith. I release this word in this prayer, knowing that as it has been spoken, it is done. Feeling the upliftment and truth of this now, I let it be and let it go. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, please visit us at milehighchurch.org. Have a fabulous day.